Hi, I'm Lauren Clash-Schneider with Clash Notes for Broadway Radio. I'm here with Celia Mae Rubin, who's one of the puppeteers for Richard Parker and also understudies the role of Lulu Chen in Life of Pi at the Schoenfeld Theater. Hello. Hi, Lauren. Good morning. Well, thank you for being with us as we talk about this remarkable story of hope, faith, and perseverance. It's an exhilarating experience that speaks to every generation, is filled with such awe and joy. And you started working on Life of Pi in Boston at ART. What was it like in the early stages of putting this show together? It was an experience for me in which I really was diving in sort of blind because I'm a, a novice puppeteer. I had never puppeteered before starting the rehearsal process at ART. And all the puppeteers had a week of like puppetry boot camp before the rest of the cast joined. And I just went in every day, had no idea what I was doing, mm -hmm. listened, watched, learned, did. Um, and it really felt like I just remained open to every bit of information because I was essentially learning a completely new skill. Mm-hmm. And Richard Parker, of course, is the Royal Bengal Tiger, so heavily featured in the story. Describe the work that you and your colleagues do to bring Richard Parker to life. Richard Parker is puppeteered at any given time by three people. One mm -hmm. will puppeteer as the tiger head, one puppeteers as the tiger heart, and one puppeteers as the tiger hind. What a lot of that week of puppetry boot camp was um, giving us was the experience of being able to listen to each other and breathe with each other without the without being able to talk to each other without necessarily being able to see each other so i am a tiger heart and what that means is i am inside the tiger whenever the tiger is on stage if i'm in the show by the way there's eight amazing puppeteers on the show and we all rotate puppeteering richard parker so um when I'm inside the tiger, a lot of my senses are taken away. I can't necessarily hear that well. I can only see sort of what's on the floor directly in front of me. I don't have the vision of a human. However, the person puppeteering the tiger head, he's the one that can really see everything and interact with our surroundings with his human eyes. And so a lot of it is listening to each other with like a sixth sense trying to breathe together and trying to anticipate what we're all feeling and doing so that we can puppet the tiger on the same, um, like on the same acting page. Mm. What an incredible collaboration. Did you have trepidation or reservations for what seems like such a daunting task before you went to puppet boot camp? That's a really interesting question. I didn't. In fact, the way I um, managed to, I always like to say I sort of wormed my way into it. Because <laughs> inter interestingly enough, the first audition I had was for the role of Lulu Chen. And I sent a tape in for that. And then I did a little bit of research. I, I knew that Life of Pi had been a big hit in London, but I really didn't know anything about it. 
But after I was sent the sides for Lulu, I, I did some research and I just thought it looked like nothing that I'd seen on stage before. Mm-hmm. And I was so interested in it. And I have a great relationship, a great longtime relationship with Duncan Stewart, who was the casting director. And after I sent my tape in, I emailed him and I said, look, I know that you requested a tape for Lulu, but what I want to let you know is if I'm not exactly right to play the role of Lulu, I'm really, really interested in auditioning to be a puppeteer. I don't have any puppetry experience, but this looks really cool. And it's something that I'm interested in. So when I eventually got the job of puppeteer, I was just really excited. I knew that I was walking into something that I had zero experience in, but I was I didn't really feel trepidation. I felt like anticipation and excitement. Wow. So eight times a week, maybe sometimes you're going on as Lulu Chen. Maybe sometimes you're going on as the heart of Richard Parker. How do you prepare like your mind and your body and your spirit every day for what surprises lie ahead when you get to the theater? It's a great question. Every role is different. I have to prepare differently if I know that I'm going in for Lulu, then if I know I'm going in for Tiger Heart, then if I know I'm going in for Hyena Body, which is a completely (laughs) different role. And um, I think for me to have consistency, I have to get my cross training in every week. And my cross training consists of going to my gym and going to ballet class. And I have to get my eating patterns right. And I have to get my water drinking habits Right. And then I feel like if those three things of like exercise, eating well and drinking a lot of water, if I can just oh, and sleeping well, I have to be really strict on my sleeping schedule. And if I can get those things kind of like ready to go and and I'm in a good pattern, then I stay consistently ready for whatever show I'm going to be doing that evening. Boy, it seems daunting and overwhelming. And I give you so much credit and really um, wanted to ask you about that instinct or impulse to let the casting director know that you had interest in the puppeteer roles in addition to the potential of, of Lulu Chen. Is that something throughout your career that you felt you've done frequently when given an opportunity like that? I have done it when I feel like I really have something to offer the team. There's many times I've read that someone that I know is attached to a project and I've read what the breakdown is in terms of what they're looking for. And it's just not me. So no matter how good of a relationship I have with someone, if they're working on something that I find interesting, but I think, you know, there's like, thousands of other people in New York who could audition for this and be a better fit. I'm not going to personally ask them if I could be seen for it. But when I have come across breakdowns and I think, you know, I really think I could personally specifically bring something to this, then yeah, I have in my 20 year career done that. I've I've taken it upon myself to reach out personally and say, hey, I'm really, really interested. And I think I have something to offer here. And it is a hard thing to do as an actor, because I think a lot of times 
we're made to feel like we're at the bottom of the totem pole. But I think that if an actor feels like we have something that we can offer the team, then that's value. And I think might as well let people know that we have interest in maybe being valuable to the production. I think that serves everybody. Mm-hmm. And you're a woman of many talents. You're also known as a cabaret producer, writer, performer, a lead player in plays and musicals, a dance captain, an associate movement director. Will you talk about how all these various functions and how they interact with each other for who you are as a theater professional? Sure. Wow, Lauren, these are great questions. <laughs> um, I... I'm an antsy person. I like to always be on the go and I like to complain that I'm too busy all of the time. Like if I'm not complaining that I'm too busy and too tired, then I'm bored and I'm complaining that I have nothing to do. So it's definitely a self, like like I keep myself really, really busy and I feel like I never wanted to be put in a box. I, um, I'm half British. I was born in the UK. I don't have an accent because we moved away when I was really little, but we moved back in time for my last two years of high school. And then I, I ended up going to a conservatory there. And my experience of working in London was really different to when I came over to work in New York. I feel like in London, there were a lot more windows of opportunity open for me. And then I came to New York and suddenly the way that people were talking about the way that I looked all of a sudden, like I was in a box purely because I looked a certain way. And I thought that was really, really odd. And I always thought, but I don't want people to just stereotype me and put me in a box just because of what I look like, because I think I can bring things to the table outside of what I look like. And I think I've kept my fingers in a lot of pies because that's been my way of constantly pushing my own boundaries of what I think I can achieve and do. And in that way, I hope to continue not being placed in a box. And I, I feel really grateful that there have been people in my time in New York from casting directors to choreographers to managers and agents who have always kind of said, okay, Celia, you think you can do something like this that you've never done before? All right, we trust you. Let's go for it. And And I think I think people have given me a lot of opportunity along the way, even when like with a puppetry responsibility, I've never puppeteered before. And, and yet they said, okay, we're going to trust that you can pick this up. Right. And not only as any old puppet, but as Richard Parker, Tiger Heart. <laughs> yes. Will you um tell us maybe a little insight secret about, how you inhabit that role of of heart, tiger heart. Sure. I mean, what I find um, interesting is like it's not with like internally you got he's not called tiger abdomen or mm-hmm, tiger stomach, mm-hmm. right? Or tiger torso. Mm-hmm. It's it's tiger mm-hmm. heart. And that resonates so strongly. Will you talk about that a little bit? Sure. So I'll start talking about if Richard Parker is simply just standing there and he's not, there's no action that he's taking. He's just standing there. It's like a nice sunny day and there, there's no predator. And what I'll do is I'll be inside and I'll listen to the tiger head. So my, I have an, 
eventually the puppeteers are going to start mixing teams. Right now, I've worked with the amazing Rowan Ian Seamus McGee as my tiger head. And I'll listen to Rowan's breath and I'll start to breathe with Rowan. And that will feed into like the, the ribs and the heart of the puppet. And that gives him life. If Richard Parker was just standing there with no movement in him, he just looked like a puppet. But the heart brings the, mm. what the head is seeing really to life through the breath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. It's something so special and um, it kind of does take one's breath away. So thank you for sharing so much of the magic and the mystery with us today. Oh, I was really happy to. Thanks. I'm Lauren Klaas Schneider with Celia May Rubin, who's one of the puppeteers for Richard Parker and also understudies the role of Lulu Chen in the life of Pi at the Schoenfeld Theater. Thank you. <laughs>